how did you get into ghost hunting and how long did you do it? Oh, I, I've been uh, experiencing with ghosts and seeing ghosts uh, pretty much all my life. When did I get, as far as going out and actually hunting them? Yeah, the, uh, what brought on the subject of this show? Probably when I was in my 30s, maybe. And I'm old now, so longer than you've been alive, probably. First thing we're going to ask about is the Doe Run experience. We wanted to hear that one out of the gate, the old faithful. Uh, I've had a couple of experiences at Doe Run. I, I knew some, uh, my nephew was a, was a, uh, ghost hunter and he had went out to ghost uh, out to Doe run first. And he said, there's, there's something on that Island. There's a little Island out, out there. And he, he said, there's a, there's something out there on that Island. Well, we went out, um, after that, my sister and I rented the entire don't run in for the night and oh wait a minute I guess prior to that I had gone on a ghost hunt there that somebody else was putting on they were pretty hokey actually um they there was one of the people who was supposedly in charge uh, made a comment about oh well the ghosts can they can get from one building to the other. Um, well, of course they can. They're ghosts. They can do what they want. It's not like they have to walk, you know. Um, so after that, then my sister and I decided we would just go ahead and rent the entire building and do our own ghost hunt. So that was pretty. That was that was good. Except there were some people there that didn't know what they were doing. And, um, they decided they were going to do a seance. I don't like the idea of seances because you don't know who you're calling in. So I, the only reason I went in there was be, to try to uh, avert any problems. Well, before I knew it, this girl, I don't remember what her name was, Katie, but um she had a stumpy arm. That's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Arm. Flabby arm? She had a stumpy arm. Oh. She didn't have a hand. I was like, wow, that's mean. <laughs> no, no, she, she, she didn't have a, she didn't have an arm. But she, anyway, she she said, we want someone to come to this seance. Uh, even if you're outside, come in. And I immediately knew she's called that demon in I'm, and I didn't believe in demons. I'm going to tell you, I did not believe in demons at that point. I did after that night. And first my sister who was sitting next to me started doing weird stuff, like rolling her eyes and right. So I didn't know what was going on with her. And then Behind me was a corner closet, corner cupboard thing. And the door started opening. This is the honest guy's truth. Doors started opening by themselves and started rattling stuff inside. And then it started tipping over. Well, 
I had one daughter at the end of the table next to me. Katie was sitting across the table. Uh, a niece was sitting there. My sister was sitting. So can I say naughty words? I won't actually say the naughty Oh, yeah, yeah. We're explicit. I'll make... But I, I st stood up and... Back then, I was uh, like 40 pounds lighter than I am now. I was about the size of Katie. And I put my hands on my hips and looked at that corner cupboard and said, my God is stronger than your demon. So do not fuck with my children. And it sat back up. And then you could just feel the silence. It, it, the, and it was just an oppressive presence it was awful <laughs> it was awful and i i told katie at that point in time you need to go home you need to go home and my sister and i stayed up all night um because i said we can't we can't leave here we have to stay and take care of this demon because there's children that come in here. We can't let that happen. We got to get rid of this thing. So it was about three or four hours that until it finally left. And I knew it left um, when I could see a little boy spirit coming down the stairs. And I had to go to the bathroom really bad. And I walked right past where we, I knew the demon was in the basement and I walked right past the basement door and I was so excited because I went potty by myself because I, I was I was a little bit frightened before that to be honest it was it was a scary experience yeah, that's to be so it's to be expected that you were just a little bit frightened what he said he's amazing you're just a little bit frightened I'm scared right now <laughs> well, I tell you what happened after that. Um, I was driving truck at, at the time. And I was, uh, I don't remember where I was driving, but I heard, I, well, more, I more like felt something in the back of my, in the, in the sleeper. And then I heard the voice uh, saying, today is your day to die. And I pulled over and, and, I, and I heard the, the thing say to me, you didn't think you were going to get rid of me that easy. So I call, I pulled over. I wasn't going to drive anymore that night. And I called, uh, called my sister and said, Lou, we have to go back to Del Run. And she said, oh, hell no. <laughs> and I said, yeah, we're going back to Del Run because we got to do something with that demon. And she said, oh, my God, has he been bothering you too? And he had been bothering her as well. So we went back out there and just her and I dealt with it again. Told it to go back to the island and stay on the island. And I I never had any issues after that. But so there are demons. Yes, there oh, are. Demons. Yeah, yeah. Now don't run that where where's that at? I I didn't do any of that. Brandenburg, Kentucky. And you said, we've heard this story before, full disclosure to all the three people listening, uh, but it was so interesting. I had to hear it again. And you said you, when you were driving the truck and heard the demon again, it was in Kentucky. It, it may have been in Kentucky. Okay. okay. I, 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 may, I may have made that part up. 
Yeah, I, I might have. It might have been. I might have been in Kentucky. We'll say, I could just picture you driving down I sixty five. Like, oh no. I was on I sixty five. I do know that. Okay. And I and I called my sister and said, well, "Come on." And then I called my dispatcher and said, uh, "Take me off. I I gotta go take care of this demon." <laughs> they were used to. That. I have. I have. A, I have a quick question for Kate. Actually. Thank um, Kate. So Kate's whenever, Johnny. Oh, is she? Is she here? Oh, there she is. Oh, I thought she was stepping away. No, I put I put okay. Johnny. Johnny's there. He's chilling. What's up, Sam? Um, oh, there he is. No, I was gonna say, um, whenever your mom told you to leave, like how how did you feel about leaving her there? <laughs> like how was it hard for you to leave? Uh, and leave no, I knew that she could handle it. No, I knew. No, I knew it was gonna be fine with her and Aunt Lou there. Um, so me and my cousin, Sarah, and my sister, Annie, we were preparing to leave. This is actually kind of a funny story. So our rooms, right, we were in, in the, the inn. So our rooms were upstairs. So we go upstairs, um, to get our clothes and stuff so we could get out of there. And I walk into the room where all my stuff was. There was a rocking chair over here in the corner. So I walk in the room and over here in the corner is a rocking chair. And I walk in. And the rocking chair is moving and there's an old man sitting in there. Oh. And I turned to him and I said, oh, God, you scared me. And then I turned back and I was like, oh, and he wasn't there, of course, when I turned back. But I was like, yep, it's time for us to go. I was like, we're and we literally we grabbed our belongings and like ran down the stairs and was out the door. Yeah, I was OK with leaving her there. I knew she could handle it. <laughs> Damn. I forgot about that one. <laughs> the heart skipped to me when you said that on the old man lost the ghost. It was it, it that was a very long night. Her and I just sat in the in the lobby, and we did a lot of praying. I'm telling you, we did a lot of praying and a lot of calling our uh, our spirit guides to help us. And and it sounded uh, the only way I can describe it is. Uh, it, it, almost like a, a lion fight or something in the basement because we knew it was in the basement. I, I, you, you, there's no way to describe or tell you why I thought it was in the basement, um, but I knew that's where it was. And she did too. So it was in the basement and then it left. So something to add to that. We knew it was in the basement because when remember how those bathrooms, we had to walk by the basement door to get to the bathrooms. Yeah, so we could feel it. I mean, when you walk by those basement stairs, you could definitely feel some sort of creepiness. Like hair stands up on your, oh, like it is right now, stands up on your arm. <laughs> just kind of. Is that place like abandoned or is it run down or just like a hotel? It, it, at the time it was uh, a bed and breakfast. It's now closed. Um, I don't know if you if if you could get in there or not. I mean, I so it wasn't. So I was just thinking, it wasn't like door kicked in, spray paint everywhere kind of place. No, no. Okay. No, it was an actual. Uh, it was an actual inn. Oh, so it was, and that makes it worse. People right. Going. In my mind, I was thinking one of the classic haunted places where spray paint was everywhere and toilet paper and vagrants. Oh. No, I th no. When I think of haunted places like Waverly Hills, you know, you go in, it's just trashed. 
Hey, there goes Johnny. So we were. Uh, if you don't mind. What? No, I was gonna say I was gonna ask if you don't mind if I ask uh, if I just bring up one other thing. Oh no. Um, just because they were talking about being able to feel when they were walking past the door, right? I had I had a crazy experience when I was. Um, it was one Christmas we were walking across to go to my my great grandmother's house was across the it was just next door to my grandparents' house and we were going across the way to get some drinks from her house. It was no one lived there anymore. It just sat there. But my cousin had always said when she lived there that it was definitely haunted. And with me and my brother walked across there, and I just, I saw through the back door, and I got the craziest level of fear that hit me. I didn't take another step. I I waited for my brother to come back out that door, and I, I took off back to the house. Like, I, I just, it was the weirdest thing. Like, I saw inside the, like, through the window, and I just got, like, I just, fear just rushed over me. And I was like, I can't. I can't get any closer to that place. Mm. I don't know. I don't and know and that like could have been your that could have been your spirit guides too, warning you to stay away from there. I mean, I, I had spent the night in there one time, and as soon as we turned the lights off, stuff started moving. I mean, you could hear stuff in the corner moving. My brother heard footsteps before he went to sleep. My cousin and her husband were always talking about stuff happening. Her voices talking to her, stuff falling off the table. So. I was like, you know, and when that happened to me, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm never going back in there. <laughs> I was like, something was telling me don't go in there. So that sounds like my sister's house. She has, uh, she has some stuff going on in her house all the time. I don't know how uh, people live. I've always like that. People are, I always just kind of feel like some people are more sensitive, maybe like. Because I, you know, my brother was always like, I never heard anything or felt anything in the house growing up. And I heard, I was, you know, I had my shirt pulled. I had, I heard breathing. I heard mm-hmm. banging and walking around when no one was awake and just, but nobody else ever, you know, I don't know. Well, so maybe it's. You might be, yeah, you're, you're sensitive to it, Marsh. Hey, my wife sees ghosts every time we go to a ghost hunt and I can't stand it. Cause I'm like, get away from me. She's like right there, 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 there. <laughs> Saw a soldier in Savannah. I was like, are you kidding me? Like I wanted to leave. She's like, let's stay and watch. I'm like, dude, you're seeing stuff left and right. I'm out. Well, and that might be, yeah. that might be why you don't see them because they know that they would, they would scare you. Maybe at first. Yeah. They're that they're that way you know they don't want to uh, for the the most part they don't want to scare you oh for real i thought that might have been their mo no <laughs> and when i die i'm gonna scare some people <laughs> you got a list <laughs> i do i think, I think once we go to the other side all this stuff from this life goes away we don't even worry about it have you ever heard what's the girl that played Blanche on Golden Girls? I can't think of her name. It's oh. irrele- it's irrelevant her name, but you know exactly Rue, who I'm talking about. Rue Callahan or something. Yeah, yeah. She said that her brother died and they had a they knew he was going to die. He was sick. And she said that they had a signal that when they died it'd be electricity. And he died and like a day later all the lights in the house like went out simultaneously for like an hour or something something to that effect. Well, you know, um I used to own a, 
a new age bookstore. And we had, uh, we had several resident ghosts in there. Sometimes they would uh, follow me home and uh, they'd be in my car and I'd have to tell them, go home, go, go, go on back out of here. But every, every, I believe it was Sunday night, Katie would have to, would have to uh, tell, verify this, but every Sunday night, I think like at 730, um, the phone or the answering machine would kick on the phone would not ring but the answering machine this was back in the day the answering machine would kick on every sunday night at like 7 30. now at that point in time we lived out in the boondocks um and y'all aren't old enough to remember green acres but our telephone was actually up at the top of the telephone pool and you had to climb up a ladder to get to the telephone <laughs> that was a true story but um, the, they spirits like to mess with with flashlights, and you know you go you go to uh, a ghost hunt, and your, your flashlights are going to go off, your cameras are going to batteries are going to go dead. Um, as a matter of fact, it, we were doing a ghost hunt at um, I want to say it was Mansfield um, Reformatory, where the Sh Sh what is that movie Shawshank or Shawshank whatever? Redemption. Yeah. It was filmed there. And Katie and I were up uh, on this second or third row of gel cells. And there was nothing but uh, the stairs and like fencing and that kind of stuff. There wasn't, wasn't anything up there, but her, I think her either her camera went dead or so she was changing the battery or changing the film or something. So I was bending down and getting, trying to get uh, something out of the out of the camera bag. And I felt something grab me. And I was like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. And I said, Katie, there's a rat, there's a rat. And she said, mom, there's no rats here. There's nothing here. <laughs> well, one of the guards heard, heard me. And he, he said, you know, I asked if we were all right. And I said, oh, I, I thought uh, I, I thought there was a rat. And he said, let me let me ask you, um, did it grab you? Did something grab you? And I said, yeah. He said, no, that's our ghost. He grabs people there. And I said, oh, thank God. I thought it was a rat. <laughs> Katie was like, you're about the only person on earth that would be happy that it was a ghost, not a rat. <laughs> but that was... That was kind of funny. And that was, that happened to be the next one on the list was Mansfield. Oh, the Shawshank. That was, that was fun. That was, a, that was a real fun. You only do that one once. Um, I believe only once. Yeah. Was it nearly as uh, eventful as the Doe Run? Doe Run has got to be. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Moundsville State prison in West Virginia was was uh, pretty scary. There was uh, there was an infirmary there that uh, I, I, I believe Katie gets this as well, but you get you get physical. I pick up physical things of of the spirits. 
Katie went into the infirmary and got very sick, very sick. And I, I personally think that was, that was a spirit that was doing that to her. Um, but there we walked into a, a cell and heard very clearly, get out, just like that, get out. And we just backed up. <laughs> it was, that place was, that it was a scary, it, it was such an, oh, it was a, a bad, the whole night was just very oppressive feeling. I, I don't think I'd want to go back there simply because of that. Just hearing those voices, that that's the scariest thing. And I, I dream, so you know how you dream and you wake up and you think it's really happened. I dream that happens before. Right. Maybe it, maybe it happens. It's like the scariest thing in my mind is to hear a voice that's not there. Somebody. <laughs> it's just Katie on FaceTime. It's all right. Yeah. That, well, that was kind of scary. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. And thank God Sam's computer screen just had a Sonic commercial. I didn't know what was about, what we were about to see. And he turned it around. He turned it around. I was like, no, this, is, this is awkward. I was trying to raise the uh, camera up a little bit. Um, no, one thing I was going to say a minute ago, though, because uh, Justin was saying his wife would see stuff and he wouldn't see it. Um, I, it may be the same with us because there was one time we were, I was asleep and she woke up and she swore, and this was two times in the same night. She swore she saw a man looked like maybe in civil war dress. Cause I, I used to live in Decatur. There was a war uh, battle in Decatur and uh, standing there just looking at me asleep multiple times in the same night. I was like, well, I'm probably glad I didn't know that, but thank you. Um, she's yeah. She's seen shadows move across the room, even in our new house. And I, I don't see it. I hear things. I don't see them. I've heard voices here. So, you know, it may be because it would definitely scare me. I'm <laughs> probably more than her, but I guess you would get used to it. Well, you do. I, it, I, 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 mean, I see dead people a lot, a lot. So it, it, I just recognize them for what they are. And they're not there to hurt you. They're not there to hurt you. And I always say, you know, there's never been a documented case of anybody ever getting hurt by a spirit. So. So when you see him, is it in public or just like at your house? Um, in public, like just not not at home. You see him like out and about. Out and about, uh, or at or at home. Uh, you know, mostly I just know they're there, um, but we were out at Gettysburg and I saw uh, they were actually doing a uh, reenactment out at Gettysburg. And I happened to be there. I didn't realize it was a reenactment time, but, and I looked over and I um, saw a couple of Confederate soldiers walking. And I thought, well, that's kind of weird because um this is where the the union guys are all camped out here. So that was weird. And so then I turned around again and they were gone. Well, there was nowhere for one to go to. So then I, okay, <laughs> they were, that was just spirits. And I, I asked, the, uh, then I ran into one of the union soldiers and I asked him if there had been any 
and he uh, any of the confederate soldiers and he said no no but he said i i've heard people talk about in this area that they see confederate soldiers so i mean that it it you just see them um so what what do they look like like do they do they come in kind of different levels of looking like normal or do they you know it depends it, it depends. I was on a, on a flight um, one time and the, there wasn't very many people. This was a long time ago. I was in the back of the plane to, and I was laying down and I woke up and there was a lady there in a purple dress, but I knew she wasn't, she wasn't real. And she said to me, um, don't worry it's going to be okay, but you might want to go to your seat now. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and then she was gone. So I got up and I went up to my seat, put my seatbelt on. And about that time, the stewardess, or back then they were called stewards, came along and I said, uh, what's going on with the plane? And she said, well, what do you mean, ma'am? And I said, no, I know something's going on with the plane. Well, the hydraulics, all the hydraulics had gone out on the plane. So they were going to try to land in Denver um, with no hydraulics. So they were manually doing something to the wheels so that we could land. And I said, well, it, it's going to be okay. Because the lady in the purple dress told me it was going to be okay. <laughs> Which kind of weird, but... <laughs> That is kind of weird. Just randomly traveling ghosts. They don't really. Well, <laughs> ghost on point. Yeah. It could have been, you know, it could have been just one of, one of my spirit helpers or. Something. Yeah. That's you know, I've seen my dad um, in my car and his, has said to me, be careful up here or whatever. While you're driving. Yes. That's a little dangerous. That was. <laughs> I would not, that wouldn't that wouldn't work out well for most people. Well, I know that he's around. I I'll, you know that's. I've always thought that I've been haunted by Hank Williams because every time I hear a good Hank Williams songs, I get chills. <laughs> Why is Kate laughing? It's not funny. Well, she's you know what she's thinking about that. What is that song? The the writer? No, what is the name of that song? It never happens it's with Tupac. About- David Allen Coe. But the night that I saw my dad, the night I saw my dad, though, I was I was driving by myself up from Florida. And this was long before Katie was a twinkle in anybody's eye. And so it was just me and my two older ones. And I my radio turned on to some old 1950s country music. And I I listened to it for a second. And then I turned the station and that's what it was again, you know, the old staticky, you know, stuff. And then I looked over and there was my dad sitting there. So he was just trying to get my attention, I guess, by that old music. So he's, um, I, don't know, station. I don't know what year, how old he was when he died, but was he younger when he, you saw him or just how you remembered him? He, he was, he was only 41 when he died. So. Okay, so it he wouldn't was, have been much of a transition. No. I know most people see people in their 30s or late 20s when they come back. I say that like I, I, think, I study, but. 
I, I think that the age you see them at what what age that you would recognize them if 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 it's a person that you know. Otherwise, I think maybe they'd come back as what what period of time that they were most comfortable in their own life. Yeah, in their prime, kind of like that. Right. You never see somebody come back as like a orthopedic, arthritic. Um, my my old grandfather sitting in a chair was old. Was old when I saw him. So, and that was one of my very you, first experiences. Do you do you think they're do you think they're the actual spirits or do you think they're energy or do you think like you hear like varying kind of opinions on that? So I was just wondering what your opinion was on. No, I think um, I think that the I think they are spirits and I think that they can manifest the, that energy so that they can be seen um, because it's it's important to them that you recognize them. Um, I don't think it's just, I think some of it is just residual. You know, if you see a, a, somebody on a battlefield, that might just be some type of residual thing. But if you see someone um, that is interacting with you, that's a spirit. So there, there is a difference. Just the residual, like a, a time, a, a loop that just, just continues of when you know if they died a traumatic death on that battlefield they're they're just it just that energy just stays there i think it's got to be rough some people some people think it's like the dimensions combining like a crack in the dimensions or something that affect yeah i don't i i i don't know i i know that i was down uh um Somerset, Kentucky at a battlefield. And I, I saw, um, I saw a younger um, boy actually that had been uh, obviously a soldier and he was just sitting under a tree, just crying and all these, just because he was so overwhelmed and I, he didn't respond to me at all. I think that was just residual but how what a way to to end you know have your life ended i mean it was like he was just defeated and now our graveyards are they do they have the are they are they what lack of a better term are graveyards more haunted than actual places someone died i don't think so i don't think so i think by the time that they get to the graveyard um, most spirits recognize that, it, it, you know, they're on the other side. They don't, they, it, their body might be there for their ashes, but they're not their soul. Yeah, I've never, I've never thought graveyards were as scary as people make them out to be. Like that may be the least scary, scary, uh, other than Marie Laveau's uh, cemetery. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. In down in New Orleans. Orleans. They yeah. can burn that one to the ground. I mean, but, and maybe the, uh, Maybe the uh, bird girl in Savannah, but other than that, they're not that scary. They're kind of interesting. I love cemeteries. I I love walking around the cemeteries and looking at all the different, you know, the headstones and 
I'd stay in one before yeah, I would a sanitarium. You can like, and what you can read about the people, I think it's super interesting. Mm-hmm. Until you run across like a baby one, and then you're like depressed and want to go home. But yeah, <laughs> those are the worst. Well, we have a family cemetery, so um, and I was born right across the road from it, and I'll be buried there. So you know, I've told my kids put it on my my headstone. I didn't go far and go very far in life. <laughs> born on one side, <laughs> buried on the other. But um, I, you know, I feel very comfortable in there. But I, I know everyone in it. No, it sounds kind of weird, but, but well, that makes sense. It's a private. It's a private family cemetery nothing to be and my grandma used to say you know you don't have to be afraid of the dead ones it's the live ones you have to be afraid of yeah there are documented cases of live people hurting folks exactly <laughs> <laughs> those exist yeah there's one down there's one down here that's got some a lawn statue of a little boy peeing in it and i've been wanting to go look at that for a while but it's in a blind curve I'm scared of what that's going to be on top of. Like what can merit, what can merit that kind that's, of statue? Isn't there one out here by the airport? There's like a historical marker by it right over here close to my house. I'm sure. Are you familiar with that? I'm sure. It's like, if it's right there on the main road on uh, Meridianville Bottom, it's like it's got like a black, a wrought iron fence around it right there. It has like a historical marker going going past that Ulysta uh, place. It's like on the other side of the road. I'd have to. I'd have to I go take a look at it. Haven't been over there since I voted for. Uh, haven't been over there since I voted for Mitt Romney. So that's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time I was on the yeah. bottom. I think. <coughs> oh dear. All right. What we got next? We got Lizzie Borden. Oh my gosh! I wanted to come to that. I, I wanted, I wanted to not maybe have a whole episode, but I got to hear something about the Lizzie Borden thing, <laughs> at least a little bit. Maybe a T-shirt. <laughs> Lizzie Borden. Uh, I well, I was there during the day, so you know, I, I it, which really shouldn't make any kind of a difference. But there were other people in the house wandering around, and um, I. I really didn't feel a whole lot when I was um, in the like the mother's the mother's bedroom, and um, I, I went to I went to sit down there by the bed, and my my granddaughter was with with us, and she started freaking out. Grandma, don't don't somebody died there. Somebody died in a lot of places, Haley, but. Um, it, that that room didn't really give me a whole lot of uh, feelings or no, the the room where the father was killed was a little bit you could you could feel some but we walked up the back stairs in this house which i assume was um like the maid's quarters or something and as we were walking I felt somebody there. I absolutely felt someone there. And I just clicked a picture. And sure enough, there's um, there's a, it wasn't a person, but it was an outline. Um, my husband was in front of me 
But when I we got up to the room, you can definitely feel a presence in there. And it was, I'm not sure the maid didn't have something to do with it. Ooh, scandal. Just, yeah, because it was, um, I felt more in her room than anywhere in that house. You heard it here first. It was. Uh, <laughs> It, it was, it was, uh, I would like to go back and stay there overnight. Now, when you say you feel something, what, what exactly like in close, as close as you can describe it, what does it feel like when you say you felt something like such as the maid's room? Um, I, I, I tend to get, uh, if somebody was distraught, distraught in that room, I'm going to, I'm going to take on that, that feeling. If someone was uh, like in the, I didn't, if, if I'm around a spirit who was killed, say by a whack in the head with a hatchet, I would expect that my head would hurt. Um, or if they had a heart attack, I would feel it in, in, in my chest or that type of thing. I take on those physical feelings and I know that, I know it's not my feeling. When I was in the maid's room, I, there was a lot of anger. I felt a lot of anger and, as, and guilty feelings. So I, I, and I looked at my husband and I said, the maid had something to do with it. I'm telling you, the maid was involved. <laughs> so of course, uh, uh, there was a, a man there that is, uh, like out of the Lizzie Borden Society or whatever it is that runs, you know, they let people come in and he said, oh, no, no, no. Okay. You know, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> no, of course but, not. That would ruin the narrative. But I went to, uh, speaking of anger, I had went out to the, um, out to Pearl Harbor and went out to the USS, and I'm feeling it right now. Um, just my heart just aches. When I went out there, I had so much anger and felt so such despair. And while I was walking around there, and I was just, I was so angry. And I heard a spirit say to me, let it go, we have okay and it was easier said than done but because i still get angry when i when i think of that place but that's that's how i know that there's somebody that there's a spirit around that because i can feel them I feel them more than uh see them or that's I must take getting used to. I couldn't imagine just taking on random emotions. <laughs> I know. Well, I tell you what, though, I uh, I tried for a long time not to because my kids were kind of embarrassed. Of, you know, Mama was kind of crazy, and and uh, so I I tried not to deal with any of that. And one day I was uh, talking to a lady. And I said to her, just blurted out, I said, what the hell happened to your toe? And she looked at me kind of funny. You know, I had never met this woman. 
And she said, what about my toe? And I said, well, it hurts really bad. <laughs> and she said, yeah. And she had dropped something or did something to her toe. And um, it was then I knew, okay, you know, this, I'm picking up random people's stuff because I'm trying so hard to stay away from the psychic stuff and the ghosts. And that's my gift. And God's not going to let me not do it. And that sounds weird, but I can see where it'd be a blessing and a curse. It is. <laughs> it is. It'd be great at parties and hard when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> well, um, I I was at my sister's in my sister's haunted house, and she, it's definitely a haunted house. And every night before I go to bed at her house, I will say to the spirits that are in there. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to feel anything. I don't want to see anything. Just let me go to sleep and leave me alone. Every night I say that at her house. Because I have woke up to spirits standing around the bed mm -hmm. looking at me. I'd get a hotel. No. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. That makes me wonder. Um, that makes me wonder what you think about like Ed and Lorraine Warren and some of the cases that they did. I I you know, that was, that was early in my, I, I was raised up until the time my dad died. Um, my, my father was Mormon and my mom was a, a Baptist. And so us kids went to both churches and that was very weird. When my dad died, my mom turned to the spiritualist church. And so Edgar Casey and um, those were just beginning at that point in time to gain acceptance. So they, I believe, you know, I believe strongly in reincarnation and all of, all of their teachings. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and I had an experience. Um, I, somebody had had contacted me and said you know my house is haunted you know what can I do and so I went out there and I was trying to speak with the the spirit and we had a recorder going and so I'm asking questions in my normal voice and then I'm hearing and, and I'm repeating what the spirit is saying to me for the recorder so that we can give it to this lady. And again, honest to God's truth, the voice that was coming out of my mouth when I was repeating into the record, into the tape recorder was an old, deep German voice. That was, that freaked me out. So, that was kind of a scary thing. I wish I had that record. record. Yeah, same with the language. Like we're yeah. speaking like a German accent or the German language itself? With an accent. Okay. But my voice was very deep. Yeah. Into this. And I didn't. And they said at the time that when I was speaking, I was speaking in my normal voice, but it recorded totally different. Hmm. So, it, you know, like a EVP or something that came through totally different. In that house, um, 
I literally, when I was talking and, and after that was all done and I was discussing with the, the owner of the house and telling her what we had found and I literally felt the spirit leave my body. So I come out and out and out the top of my head. And I said, he's gone. So I didn't realize that he was in me, but I knew when he left. Pretty scary stuff. Well, how many of those uh, past life analyzations have you done? Oh. Or just countless? Uh, countless. I mean, I have been a, I've been a hypnotherapist for since the early eighties, I guess. Did you have anybody that was notable? Like, no, like you you always see the movies like, Oh, you were Cleopatra. Can't everybody be Cleopatra? Right. (laughs) I think most people are just normal people, you know, that I've never had, I've never had any, I've, I've done, I was doing hypnosis one time with a, with a man in this, um, which was my first, first experience with someone spontaneously going back into a, into a past life in which he was an alcoholic. And I, so I was counseling him and he said, I, I said to him under hypnosis, I want you to tell me the first time that I, I said, you know, we have to eat to survive. We have to drink water to survive. We don't have to drink alcohol. Um, I want you to tell me the, the first time that you thought if I cannot drink alcohol, I'm going to die. And he went back to a previous lifetime where he was in a cave in uh, mine. He was in a mine and it caved in and a board, a log or whatever came and laid across his legs. And he said there was a bottle of whiskey uh, just out of his reach. And, but he kept saying, you know, I need to drink that whiskey um, for the pain, A, the pain. But, you know, and then he got, was getting pretty thirsty. And he needed, he needed that whiskey for survival, he thought. Well, I was not prepared for that, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just doing a regular, what I thought was a regular hypnosis session. And he went back to a previous lifetime. So, so I know that's true. That stuff is true. So does it go like if here's my brain is working like it does and everyone knows how it works. But like if you die, like in January of 1983 mm-hmm. and I'm not going to make the bear Bryant joke, Sam, this is just me. That's what I came up with. But like say if someone died in January of 1983, do they come back like that afternoon or do they go somewhere in limbo and, Oh, no, you don't I, have the manual, but no, I, but looking at, at different case studies and my own belief system, I think that we stay in the spirit world um, and there's different levels of spirit world, but I think we stay there until our people, the people that we need to, uh, for instance, my father, you know, i I know now I have not felt him in in a while, but I know certainly that he was there for all of us kids and my mother um, during our growing up times. And 
I don't think that he, his spirit will come back until we're all gone. The people that need him as a, a spirit helper. I don't think he will come back until we're all gone until he sees us on the other side. And then we, we will probably all come back together. That's how it works. We, our souls travel in groups. So I don't think that, you know, I don't think people come back unless it's an accident, you know, maybe it's an accidental rebirth. I don't know. I don't know how that works to be honest, but. There's, there's so many semantics you can get into with that. Yeah. Like I was teasing Sam the other day and I was pretty sure I was Bear Bryant reincarnated. <laughs> he, died, he died in January 83 and I was born in August. That gave him enough time to get back. He really took a step down, man. <laughs> well, you know, we have to live life in all different social social areas and as males as females rich poor all different nationalities because our the whole thing is that we as we go through our lives we're supposed to learn something from each lifetime and if we come back every time as bear bryant whatever (laughs) we're not we're not going to learn anything we're not going to learn what it's like to not be famous you know okay here's another one if do you always come back as like the same, um, the same ilk? Like, is it, is a Chinese person going to come back as a German going to come back as a Sudanese? You're going to come back different probably every time simply because you have to experience life at all different levels. So, um, I mean, I know from my own regressions that, I've lived life normally as a white female. Um, I do know I was a, um, a male back in the day of Benjamin Franklin, which I really disliked Benjamin Franklin for whatever reason um, in that lifetime. But so I know I've been a male, but normally I, the other lifetimes that I remember have been female. I don't know why I dislike Ben Franklin so much. It, 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 but it was a, it was a thing in the, in the life, in the past life thing, but I don't, I never didn't delve there uh, to find out why. I don't know. But it was really weird because I did that. I did that past life regression and my, my, I had a son on a ship and the ship, uh, Apparently the little boy was with me for whatever reason and the ship ran into a storm and the little boy drowned. And I carried that. Well, about two weeks after that, my little, my daughter, Katie's little sister, um, fell in the river that was flooded and the first thought that hit me was I'm not going to let another child of mine drown. And obviously, I mean, I saved her, but. So, you know, we. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought it might. I thought you, for some reason in my mind, I thought you said it hit you when that happened. I was like, wow, that. 
No, it it was a couple weeks after. After okay, so you already you already knew about that thing. I already knew about it, but but that was the first thing that came to my mind was I'm not going to let another child drown. Jeez, probably a lot of our fears are based in that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. What were you saying, Sam? I know you had a. Oh, she answered it. Oh. oh. <laughs> Crap, now Before I could even get it out, went right to it. So. Oh, yeah. The time of Benjamin Franklin. That's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting to think about, I guess. Like, you know, um, I guess the theory of God's not creating new souls, he's recycling them or something. I don't know. I don't really know how you, I mean, maybe that's. Well, a simplified way of saying it. I don't know. Because because I was raised in the spiritualist church, it is our our belief that um, every lifetime you try to better your soul, you try to become you know kinder and and a better person and non judgmental. And I have a ways to go. I think Kitty, I believe, is an old soul, but um. Until we're until we're we're uh, to the point that that we're we're worthy of sitting, you know, at the side of the Lord. So we just have to continue to to get better. I've often wondered if it's not almost not to take it lightly or anything, but like a uh, sort of a vacation kind of thing. On the other side or this yeah. side? Like like you've been doing this so long. Let's go live a life real quick see what happens well, yeah. like yeah. a, well, i mean any, anything's possible in yeah i mean is 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 this our is this our our purgatory or is you know it, it, what it what is it? i don't know i don't know wouldn't be I shocked wouldn't shock I, you. i'm i'm not i'm i i have no fear of of death because i but I do believe that our our loved ones are over there, um, and I do believe that even after death, we can still be with our people that are still on Earth. So I don't know. Or I don't think they have cruise ships or anything up in heaven, though. Well, no. Uh, Why would you need a cruise ship? <laughs> exactly interdimensional travel i'm just saying like they got to get together something my mom always said you know i think it would just be so boring in heaven to just sit on clouds and look at people <laughs> look down at people on earth all the time you don't have the anxiety that's the chemicals not there it's just that's what i tell myself because otherwise it would be boring i thought right. about that like, that would be I, awful just sitting there yeah just sitting around on a cloud all day I'd have to find a sanatorium to haunt. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think that our uh, physical minds can think on that that sort of a level. No. No. Unless you do DMT or shrooms or something. It's like, it's like <laughs> trying to kind of actual actually wrap your head around God. Have like I? Trying to wrap your physical mind around God is like it's really impossible. <laughs> right. You really think about it. Yeah, has that particular entity ever entered the uh, the uh, equation for you? The uh, meeting, like maybe you're meeting like an angel or something. 
I don't know that I've, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't think so. I, I know that I have had conversations with God and it, as weird as it is, I mean, actual conversations with God. Um, I think they've, they've been, re they were real to me and they seem to make sense to me. Was that my subconscious? I don't think so. But, and it's been in times that I've, I've talked to God, not at the end of my rope or anything. It's just, uh, you know, what am I, what am I doing? What, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? And I was uh, uh, very clearly told by God, my job was to teach and to preach. I don't, I don't think I've accomplished that, but maybe teach, maybe. I don't know that I like to preach. I preach to my kids, though, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> my, jo my job is complete. Yeah. We always hear people talk about meeting demons left and right, but no one's ever like, oh, that was totally an angel I called up. I don't call them. Though I mean, first yeah. off, the Bible the Bible does the Bible does tell you don't uh, don't don't call spirits. The Bible is very specific. Do not call spirits. And in my way of thinking, it's like Ouija boards. You know, you don't know who you're calling in. Mm. You don't know, and you have to be careful because I, I and like I said, I didn't I didn't ever believe in demons until that night at the Doe Run. I'm not going anywhere near a Ouija board. No. <laughs> okay. I actually saw a guy buying one last Friday night. I was like, he's bored and he's about to. Mm -mm. There's no telling, but me and uh, me and the wife were going in. Uh, what is it, Third and Charles or something like that? And uh, we saw a guy getting in his car with a Ouija board, and I was like, all right, mistakes are about to be made. Yeah. <laughs> leave, that, leave that crap alone, man. I don't care how bored you are. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're getting into. What, what yeah. kind of car was it? I, I need to know this for proof of point. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly, uh, perfectly normal car. <laughs> I actually did have a friend in high school that drove a hearse. That was his normal car. He wanted to be a he wanted to be like a mortician for his job. He never actually did that, but he literally drove a, a hearse to school. Well, Katie spent a few nights at a mortician's house in the funeral home. Mm -hmm. uh, my best friend, when she was young, was a was a mortician. <laughs> yeah, mom and her husband went on vacation for two weeks. That was your two week <laughs> trip to St. Martin, I believe. Yeah, me and my little sister stayed at the funeral home. Yeah, for two whole weeks. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, a normal apartment upstairs, right? I mean, he kept the bodies in the basement. It was okay. No worries. We were fine. I made the mistake of, uh, made the mistake of touching my grandfather's hand mm. in the casket, and I will never do it again. I was like, it was the weirdest thing. It's like cold and leathery, and I was like, oh, never, mm. never doing that again. <laughs> Why do I feel like dead bodies don't feel like actual people? Every time I see one, I'm like, that doesn't feel like a person. It's totally a person. Yeah. But I, I, I think, yeah. Once, once they embalm them, I, I'm out. Or once they come cold, I don't know. All I can think of is haunting on Hill House. <laughs> at that funeral home. If there's a funeral scene on there where they get she gets up. I'm like, eh, God, no. 
<laughs> so I have, I have to do this, but what are your thoughts? Because we actually went to New York recently, and we rented a car one day and drove out to Amityville just to look at the house, just because I'm a horror movie guy. I like horror movies. We went out there and saw the house. People live there, you know. It's you know, but just you know, I mean, obviously you don't have like a personal experience with it, but what? Well, you actually, know, do you think it yeah. Will or, or do you? Do you um, know people. I I know people who uh, lived there and had they told me. Uh, they live in the, you know people who lived in the house? No, they lived there. They lived in that neighborhood. They lived no, like wait, next door what? or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, and and they said what had happened was those people had bought that house and uh, were going bankrupt and they couldn't afford the house. And so a lot of that crap was was made up. Um, was there a murder there? Yeah. I mean that, but oh yeah. But just because there was murder there does not mean it was all the rest of the crap happened. But they just wanted out of that house for for financial reasons, not because it was haunted. But then it it they made that was more of a theatrical thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a super nice neighborhood. I'd live there. It's very pretty. <laughs> See, I, I would live in a house. I would live in a house like that. Just go through with my my sage, and it'd be all right. I'm just glad they took the eyes they off of it. Yeah. Doesn't look they, as they doesn't look as weird. <laughs> yeah, that I, I think so much of that is Hollywood, you know, because oh, they said, "Nah, there wasn't nothing there. There wasn't it, that really wasn't." Just ruined Sam's day. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, some real it's, trick. Funny to go there. it's funny to go there and like see the family or like, I guess it was like a mom and maybe two of the kids that live there. They're just out in the backyard, right? We're just trying to be inconspicuous. I just wanted to go there. Um, cool little town, cool neighborhood. Everybody had like little American flags in their yard. It was pretty. I was like, mm -hmm. man, it's a nice neighborhood. That was but yeah. I just wanted to see it. I was like, if I remember yeah. where I'm going. Well, you know, and, and and I have I've learned going to going to places and trying to be inconspicuous. You know, you just go and uh, tell them. You know, my friend, uh, my friend's grandmother used to live in this house, and um, so I'm here just because I told her I'd come by and check on the house. Would it be okay if I, you know, just can't hung around? I mean, I've done that with ghost hunting a lot. <laughs> they, got that, they, got like a, they got a fence around, like a wrought iron fence around the whole property. You couldn't imagine well, living in a house that sure famous. That'd be so annoying. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure they get bumbled. Yeah. Like I'm I said, they, they changed the windows out so people couldn't recognize it as easy. Seemed huh. to help. Seemed like it did yeah, a lot right. of good. I, I showed no up. <laughs> in your rental <laughs> Toyota Camry. Yeah. Anyway. But I don't believe Amityville was in, it was really a horror. No. <laughs> That's funny. So wait, you know somebody lived in that house? <laughs> 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 Just button. He was like, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I don't think she'd be surprised. I, I, I tend to be unexpected. Yeah, I think I'm going to take our uh, money we get for our PTO payout and take uh, Kate's mom to John Benet Ramsey's house. Oh, I would love to do that. <laughs> Just see, so I'll pull it together and go out there for a live show. <laughs> That'd be fun. She walks in, it was the dog. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> I, I, I love doing stuff like that, you know, and seeing, you don't know what's going to happen. The OJ, OJ house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, don't get me going on that one. Totally, totally his son did it, by the way. <laughs> I, I I think you might be right. I think you might be right. Oh, yeah. Doesn't, glove didn't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably the only person in the, in the country of Aruba that was watching that every damn day. There I am in a beautiful place, and I'm watching that stupid trial. <laughs> I remember it, but I was, I was pretty young. Yeah, I was only oh, was early 90s, I think. 95. Oh, so I was like 94, 95, something like that. Yeah. I know I was in seventh grade whenever the verdict was announced, and that was uh, 95. Probably happened in 94. All the cool okay. things happened in 1994. Yeah, I was fourth or fifth grade then, I guess. I remember I was sick. You were probably one. watching it, Katie, because we homeschooled then. And it was on TV every day. Yeah. Well, I remember we lived when we lived in Ohio when it happened because, <laughs> yes, because um, we had come home where we had spent it was during the summer. We had spent some time at Aunt Lou's and we came home when the chase was actually happening. Like I remember watching it on our TV in the living room in Ohio mm-hmm. and Aunt I Lou was there. Like, I remember all that. So it had to have been. But the trial didn't happen until we were living up in Atlanta. Yeah. It had to happen in 94 because I was in sixth grade talking about the forensic analyst Lou whatever his name was, Foo. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember one of my sixth grade friends was kept singing a song about Foo. I'll never forget <laughs> that. Foo, Foo. Yeah, I, I remember him. Yeah. Well. So, Dustin, do you have anything? Uh, I thought we had, how many items did we have on that list? Did you? I, well, we had Doe Run. We covered that, which was terrifying. We had Shawshank, <laughs> Moundsville, Gettysburg, and Lizzie Borden. I guess we hit them all, huh? Yeah. I just oh, no, you didn't. Uh, just the ones you know about. Um, I, I've done a lot of them. I'll tell you a really cool place is the, uh, and I can't remember the name of the, the ship, but there's a ship, a Navy ship in Bay City, Michigan, that had been bombed by in, during the Vietnam War. And you can go do overnights there. And that was pretty cool. Floated it to Michigan. Hmm? Yeah, you just gotta come to Michigan. Through the canal. Yeah. No, you gotta come up and uh, go up to our Cougar Woods property and find. There's lots of ghosts and stuff. I might not ever make it back out. I become a haunting of Cougar Woods. (laughs) 
That's just you ever make it to Waverly Hills? I tried to go there once and yeah, as a matter of fact, we, uh, we, we knew the, the the lady who had bought bought it and before she started opening up to tours, we would go in there and help her clean and stuff. What's yeah. her name? I can't remember her name. Tina. Tina. Tina Mattingly or something like that? Yeah, something like that. What was do you remember Katie? What her last name was? You knew the lady that owned Waverly Hills? What, what in the world? It's always so, yeah, they like bought it, but it's always so booked out, it's hard to get in there. Like the one date that I was able to, that I was going to be able to book was like the day of the Alabama LSU game when you're all the way, oh. <laughs> well, I think even I would miss that game for Waverly Hills. <laughs> I'm missing it this year to go to a Metallica concert. So I guess I'm a different kind of person, but. I, I, yeah, I, was, I remember I being in there cleaning and there was, um, it just little things that were happening in there that that we knew that there was something going on. You know, the ball would roll. Were there children, you know, in there? Yeah, that's like the street. Waverly Hills thing. Trademark is the ball. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. I mean, it was, it was, it was neat. I was only at, and we weren't really doing ghost hunt. We were actually just there cleaning. Trying to get it. Go to the death, the, uh, the death tunnel, as they call it. I know it's, oh, that's not the proper name, for it, I'm sure, but yeah, you know, like the body shoot or whatever that they you, you go there. Oh, we were uh, we we were all over that place, just you know, because it was. Um, but there there was a. I remember there being a, a water on the floor. It was there were a bunch of windows, and then the. the Maybe is that the same place? Yeah, that was the same place. Yeah. That's Kentucky. Oh, we did, a ghost hunt. we did a ghost hunt in um, someplace out in Missouri where the a little girl had been killed in the in the um, locker room. I don't remember. Do you remember the name? Were you ever out there, Katie? That place? Oh, near. It was near uh, St. Louis. And a little girl had been killed in the locker room. And that place was, was very interesting. There was, uh, I, I remember sitting inside the shower stall and just, just sitting in there. And I said, oh, I, I don't, you know, I don't think she was killed here. And it just didn't feel like any, that anybody had been killed in there. I think she was killed someplace else, but it was, it was, it was interesting. That place was pretty interesting. I had to look that one up. Never heard of that. Yeah, I'll have to look in some of my papers and see where it was. It was, um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it now. But Alton, there's a place, Alton, Illinois, and it was, it, you need to go there. That, that has some very interesting, interesting places there too. I've never been on a real ghost hunt, ghost hunt. I've been to the, ones you pay 25 bucks for in savannah oh yeah no these the best kind are not the ones that are real organized but sometimes yeah. you have to but um but if you can get into some place by yourself without a bunch of crowds and pizza <laughs> yeah then they give you those five dollar uh, uh energy detecting machines that 
aren't really anything. Oh, they're just like a stud finder. Right. Beep, 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 beep. Nobody ever uses them. No, right. Nobody always says, I got something over here. Yeah. See, we used to have all that equipment. I don't know what happened to it. EMF detectors and uh, I got I got one of these. But kind what of said the, the the voice recorder. Oh, okay. Now it's called the ghost hunter recorder. Yeah. People using to set them out. Like, yeah, to talk, get talking to this thing. Yeah. Does it have you has it worked? What? No, it's, I don't use it for uh, that. That's just what I call it. That's just what oh. I call it. I don't use it for that. I was asking if you ever heard of Floss Furnace and, um, oh, we lost it. Uh-oh. It said that her, she lost, she lost uh, Wayne and Amy. Still here. Am I here? Yeah. I mean, you're, we can hear you. The camera's not. Oh, there, there, there you are. There you are. You're back. And we're back. All right. <laughs> No, I'm gonna ask about um, like there's a there's a somewhat I guess it's somewhat famous um haunted place here called Sloss Furnace in Birmingham. Sloss Furnaces in Birmingham. It's like an old iron. Uh, I don't even know what you really call it. It's a for, uh, like forgery. A for, uh, foundry. Foundry, yeah, foundry. Maybe. So they used to cast all the raw iron in those shapes. Oh. They have a haunted house there now, but it's actually supposed to be haunted. How do you get Probably in? people fell I don't know. They've had like all the, uh, of course, all like ghost hunters and all those people have been there. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. They may do. I mean, they probably do like tours and stuff. But I don't know as far as like actually doing a hunt there. I'm not sure. I think it's more of a commercialized uh, go and get scared by, you know, actual. It's like a, a fake haunted house, but they do it in an actual haunted house now. Uh, right, right. I think it's more. But, uh, you know, a lot of those places, though, you can you can contact who, uh, because the, a lot of them are the historical societies own them and such, and you can contact them and ask if you can get in there to do a private ghost hunt. I'd last about five minutes. No, it, it, you know, I. I it, it, it you can get really scared. And it's okay, but generally, it's it's not as exciting as what you'd think. It's a lot of sitting around and um, waiting for something to happen. You know, whether it's you know you say okay, um, turn my you know do your flashlight or what type of thing, and you just wait for it. I guess, Wait for my flashlight, you know, and you, then you ask, is anybody here? Whatever. Let you know. Could you let us know that, that you're here by knocking or give us what, you know, whatever sign you're comfortable with. So it is a lot of just waiting around. Yeah, I guess the edits help a lot in the shows. Yeah. <laughs> Because you think it happens like like rapid fire, it's got to take yeah, hours. As soon as you walk in the in the haunted house, there's you know visions and smells. I I I get a lot of smells. I don't, but you know, there's I I have sat in. I remember being in a. a I don't even know where it 
was now. It was uh, some big institution that, and I was up and there were all the, there was a big, like a gymnasium type area. And then there were several uh, little wood, uh, rooms off the side of it. And I could see a light going from the end of the one room through all the rooms as I'm sitting there looking, but there were, it, they had, every one of them had walls. There was no way for that light to actually go through from room to room to room to room. There were like four or five rooms. And I just was looking at it and I believe I have a video of it because it was, it was just, this doesn't, there's, this is paranormal. This is not a normal thing. It was just, it was very, and, and you know, you have that happen and it's the coolest thing that you can, you're actually seeing this stuff. I can see it being addicting, really addicting. Yes, it is. It is. And I'm a thrill seeker. I, I admit I'm a thrill seeker. I can see that being, once you get over the initial shock factor, the urge, <laughs> urge to get the hell out of there, then like that's a thrill you chase. Yeah. And I, and there have been times I will say that I remember one time being down at a, uh, it's about 30 miles from here, a, an old mansion. And I, I tend not to react when I get scared because a, I don't want to give them that power, but I was in a uh, upstairs. It was on the, like the third or fourth floor and it was a ballroom. And I just looked at the girl that was with me and we both just knew we, it it was time for us to leave. (laughs) And it was no words were spoken, but we just looked at each other and quickly walked out, got to the stairs and walked down to the, and outside the house before we even said anything to each other. And she, what, what the hell was that? And I said, I don't know. But something was telling us it was time for us to go, and I wasn't gonna argue. <laughs> no, have you, ever, have you ever got the scratches? The the, I, the no. three scratches. No, the I've old, never, I've never had anything like the that. old Holy Trinity. They call it. No, I don't know what they call it, but I've never had that. <laughs> yeah, there's always somebody getting scratched by a demon. I think that's the demon telling us we got to end this podcast pretty soon. Getting packet lost from the even the UP. Can you hear me? I know. No, oh, Kate's muted. She can't hear me. Oh, okay. I can hear you now. I mean, I'm I'm talking now. Um, See, yeah, I'm not sure. In the background's kind of creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> His foot was hanging out. I was like, "What's that foot?" Johnny got some big feet. Hey, Justin, it's best effort for the packet loss. Yeah, I'm, it's not my problem. Put in a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure where she went. Something must have happened. Oh, you never know. Um, those the uh, DSL routers will heat up and lose lose. Uh, I'm not saying she got DSL, but they'll get hot. I think she has. So she's at her her main house right now, which is in the not in the city, but she lives in, <laughs> <laughs> she lives in a civilization, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, her her summer home. (laughs) Summer in the lower peninsula. (laughs) Yeah, she's in the lower peninsula. That's right. She's summering. (laughs) Okay, let's try this. Oh, there she is. Maybe. There I am. There you are. I said, I think it's the demons telling us we got to end the podcast. Yeah, it was, it just kept saying it, it Zoom couldn't detect a camera. So that crazy I Zoom. You. I can hear you. <laughs> no, I'm at my house. Summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we'll try to wrap it up. It's been like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. hit, hit 45 like in two minutes. I was like, man, how 45 minutes just happened? <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm sitting crisscross applesauce over here. Just. <laughs> Yeah, so mom maybe next time, time. And next time mom maybe you can discuss um what was that the lamp mansion in st louis oh, yeah, that, that was a fun one yeah um you have the hartwick house in kentucky that was a good one um yeah those are two very good ones the lamp mansion that was a that was definitely a fun one that'd be a good one oh, to talk yeah. About. yeah yeah Make a note for them I, I, yeah, I'm making. <laughs> I felt safer inside that limp mansion, inside with the ghosts and outside. Yeah, that was a scary neighborhood. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, because they told us if you left anything out in your car, don't go after it after dark. Ghosts be locking their doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was scary. Yeah. Before we wrap up, let me ask you, have you ever seen any um, Bigfoot sightings up in the Cougar Woods? I haven't. Up in the Uper. No, but they do say that about 30 miles from where we are, they say that they that's where they there there's been a lot of sightings over there. So if we could get and we could get you on to some Bigfoot detection, I'm that'd be <laughs> quit my job and travel the country. <laughs> in an RV. You gotta wander around with uh, beef jerky or something, don't you? You gotta maybe some romaine lettuce. That's how you catch a turtle. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all are welcome to come up there. Oh yeah, this is. You would love it. I'm scared. I would. Love, I like every place I go, and I can't stand that about myself. Cause I always want to move. Well, especially it, if it's outside. It's it's a good place to visit, but you don't want to live there. It's too way too cold in the, in the winter time, you know, minus forty three for days. <laughs> what a cold spot! <laughs> it's very cold up there. <laughs> well, all right. I think we've uh, exhausted our resources for now. I mean, spent fourteen bucks to get Zoom Pro. They've used the oh. heck out of it. It was well spent. I know. I mean, can you imagine having to reconnect every 40 minutes? We'd have to do that twice by now. Well, apparently I, I, well, I'm not going to buy zoom pro because I don't, I don't zoom enough. (laughs) I I, I zoom in other ways. It's basically for the host is it can have more than one person for more than 40 minutes. And I was trying to have more than one debate, have more than one debate style show or debate discussion. So I don't want to stop it every 40 minutes, getting the heat of a heat of an argument. Hold on, guys, check your email, send another link. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on here, uh, Amy slash Kate's mom. And hopefully you can come back later. Oh, I will. Gather some I, more energy. I, well, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. So here you I did am. it. You did it perfectly. <laughs> 
But and now I'm gonna be going from, uh, from you. But, but next time you see me, I'm gonna have eyelashes. You have eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you have now? Well, I was on chemo medicine for a long time and my eyelashes all fell out. Oh, okay. So um I they never came back. So I'm getting fake eyelashes put on. So I told Katie, no, I can't do this till I get eyelashes. But then I'm on a screen, so I had to have my glasses anyway, so you couldn't even see if I had eyelashes or not. Yeah, can't even tell that you have no eyelashes, Mom. No, great. No. But next time you see me, I'm going to be uh, all nice and tan from the Bahamas. You come back with some Baham- Bahamian ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I hope I don't bring nothing back from there. Yeah, that's the land of voodoo. That's real stuff there. <laughs> come back with a chicken head and a rope full of garlic. Oh, my sister. Yeah, like the, the little voodoo queen that lived down the road from my sister. Yeah, I respect that shit. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, hey, what, what's the name of that world. place in New Orleans that uh, where the uh, that we tried to Madam Marie Laveau. Oh no, 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 no. What was that one house, Katie? That uh, the that actor uh, owns Nicholas Cage. Oh, Nicholas Cage house. Yeah. Where the the crazy woman, crazy doctor's wife lived there. And she uh, had that party and served us. She had 600 peacocks killed so they could eat peacock tongue. But she did weird experiments on on their slaves. And we went to that house. Yeah. I can't remember the name of that damn place. That woman's. I'm just picturing 600 peacocks in one room, what that would be like. They couldn't talk. They didn't have tongues. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> this has been a fun one. It's levels. Of, I mean, we'll go ahead and wrap it up, right. folks. Thanks for being okay. on for real. I want to see you again soon. <laughs> All right. Bye. What All do right. I do? How do I? Yep. I'll I'll end it here in a second. See everybody else tomorrow. Podcast. 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 Podcast.